Hey, my loves, and welcome back to Christian Girls in the City podcast. I'm your host, Latoya Deshaun. I know we are starting a little late. There was a little issue. Um, my apologies. I try my best to be on time, but as promised, we do have a mental check, and I'm so excited about it, um, especially with my very special guest, my friend, my love, my girl. Um, as promised, we are doing a mental check and we are unpacking seasonal depression. Depression is something that so many of us wrestle with. It's something that so many of us deal with silently and it's not talked about enough for me at least because I am one of the people that deal with it. Um, just to give you a little brief background on what seasonal depression is, it is also called seasonal affective disorder or SAD. It's a type of depression. It happens during certain seasons of the year, most often fall and winter. It is through the it is through it is thought that shorter days and less daylight may trigger a chemical change in the brain leading to symptoms of depression. This is something that quite a few people wrestle with, including myself. So I don't want to hold the floor any longer. I want to introduce my guest and friend, Tamara Pierre. Let me bring her on. There we go. I think you're mute, Tam. There we go. There we go. Hey, Hi. everyone. So, as Latoya said, my name is Tamara Pierre. Um, today is just going to be a brief conversation in regards to um, seasonal depression. I'm going to be able to share tips, advice, because I just graduated with my MSW, my master's in social work. So I have a little bit of background in this area. Um, I really just want to help my Black people, not saying that I have anything against, but I feel like Black people are very, we don't have the, as much resources offered to us as other people do. And I feel like we are so quick to lab label this seasonal depression or anything associated with it as lazy mm -hmm. or unproductive without having the proper proper knowledge behind it. So I want to be able to just share that, share um, the knowledge behind it, share resources, um, share vitamins that can definitely help yes. um, and just ways to combat it and ways to know that you have this or signs to know the triggers, um, how it begins, um, all of that stuff. So with all that being said, let's get into it. Um, and I'm excited. I am too. I am too. We're actually inviting you guys to our weekly 
sometimes daily conversation. And actually, this actually came up in a conversation. I think I was grocery shopping. You were walking the dog. And we were, and I was just like, it's that time of the year where I'm hit with my seasonal depression. And this is actually the first time I've actually been um, open about it. I actually, this is something that I usually just deal with. It's only a couple of months, you know, it's usually, I usually come out of it make like, mid-February I'm usually exiting out of this and I just usually suffer from it um since being in ministry I've requested to take a sabbatical during the midst of it um and that's that that usually is for an entire month just to give me a time to readjust to kind of get myself balanced because I feel unbalanced during my when I'm suffering through seasonal depression I'm usually um sad and I don't have any I don't know the reason behind it uh I live alone. So the loneliness goes from the regular five to like 27 and then to a hundred when I'm at the end. And it's like, this cannot be normal. And then, you know, when I, when I began my therapy journal, my, my therapy journey actually last October. So I'm coming up to a year, um, going to therapy on a consistent basis and it's really helped. So I'm kind of looking forward to, how am I going to really cope and react to my seasonal depression? And I've also learned that it's something that my, my father even dealt with. I didn't know that until my mom even told me about it. That it was something. And my father was, is also a pastor. He was also in ministry. And he would literally crash during this, the, the, during this time. And I don't know if they really knew what it was then in the 90s. But he would crash. And they was just like, you know, it's just something about this timing of the year. And then as we got older... And science and research has emerged. Um, there's a name for it. So, so go ahead, Tam, and give us a background. Tell us who you are. Tell us everything about you, real quick, girl. <laughs> okay. So, of course, my name is Tamir Pierre. Um, I have a blog called The Social Seat, where we just talk about everything in regards to college womanhood, wifehood, lifestyle. I basically want to help women know that they can have income and impact because I know that in this day and age, we like to, we feel like we can't have both. So that's what I, I, I have that. I also have a ministry called A Woman's Heart. Um, I haven't done anything with it yet because I'm transitioning out of what I thought it would be. Um, so we're just going to leave that right there for right now. We love a supportive husband. Okay. <laughs> hey, Bill. Hey, Prophet Bill. We love a supportive husband. We love it. We love it. <laughs> um, what else? Um, as I said before, I just graduated with my master's in social work in May. And I graduated with my with my BSW in May of 2020. Um, right now, I work with a company called Youth Villages where we help with family. I'm a um, family intervention therapist. Mm-hmm. So basically, I help um, kids who have referral behavior such as ADHD, um, SI, suicide ideations, HI, homicidal ideations, all of that. So I basically go into the home and keep the family store together, keep the family um, together before any other further steps are taken, like DCS and things of that sort. Um, It's a very emotional job most days because you are dealing with other people's emotions, your emotions, and then coming home and dealing with, you know, everyone else 
emotions, but self-care is very essential. So that's a little bit about me. We love it. Oh, I mean, you, you, we got to have, we got to talk about uh, your husband and, and Hazel. Okay, so I have a dog. Her name is Hazel, my little pumpkin. Um, also married to the wonderful Villard Pierre Jr., who's a joke all the time. But yeah, so I've been married for almost three years now, coming up on October 24th. Um, I'll also be 24 on October 21st. So, yeah. Sounds great. Sounds great. I'm super excited for this conversation because I think this is really going to free a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I, I, especially with us being very active on social media, you see the signs. Um, you can see how people's tweets, Facebook posts, Instagram posts, they decline. Yeah. So I, I started to see last year that a lot of people, I don't even think they know they're they are suffering from seasonal depression when it happens, when it hits, because it's something that's, that they're just accustomed to. They think it's normal. Yeah. So, um, so our first question is, what is seasonal affective disorder, also called SAD, or what we're calling is seasonal depression, and the symptoms you've experienced? So seasonal affective disorder. First, I want to say, let's look at the acronym SAD, which symbolizes sad that's literally what it is where you it hits you out of the blue so basically sad is where you become your mood switches every year around the same exact time so you'll notice like around september ish like the late september around this time you'll begin to increase on sweets carbohydrates where you want a lot of sweets you feel like oh it's just a craving no, nine oh, times out of ten. Marathon already started. Oh, <laughs> so nine times out of ten, you feel yourself wanting sweets. And I actually recognize that today where my level of wanting sweets increased from here to like here. And I'm like, okay, Tim, your body is getting ready to understand that you're going back in that time of year. And so one of the things I want people to understand first before getting into it, your body keeps score. Like your body keeps score, whether you understand it or not, your body keeps score. So your mind can say, OK, I'm going to have a good year or I'm not going to let seasonal depression get me or I'm not going to have this. But because your body knows what it typically does or the trauma you've experienced around this time or whatever it is, it's going to have that same repetitive cycle. So as I stated before, you'll realize that you increase on wanting high, high um, carbs, like whether it's bread, sweet mm -hmm. things, you'll heighten in sweets. Um, another thing is you'll get very moody where it switches from like i'm irritated but you'll realize that you're irritated to a real big percentage um your vitamin d levels strength because of that's something you brought up when we were on the phone it was like the vitamin d and i was like you know what i was in walmart uh, let me go grab me some I, I started to build up on them vitamins and like nate just put in the comments mm -hmm. i'm gonna bring it back up he put pumpkin spice season yeah it's as if like when they're marketing, they know we're entering into a season 
where, like you say, the sweets are pumped up, our yep. carbs are pumped up, all of that is getting pumped up. And it's like the marketing even gets into the fact that, hey, we know they're about to be sad. Yep. Let's induce this sugar. Let's induce this sugar intake by marketing pumpkin spice. And it begins like in August before seasonal depression even starts setting in. You already start. It's as if mentally, like you said, our body goes into it. Our yep. body start prepping for yep. pumpkin spice season. Yep, because our body keeps score. Our body knows that, okay, if your body, even if you personally is not a, on a routine, your body is. Your mm -hmm. body knows when. So, like, for example, have you noticed that when someone passes away and it starts to get to that year when they, that they're, the date that they pass away is getting closer, you're, you start to feel just, like, waves of emotion. And you're like, wait, why am I feeling like this? Yes. And then you look at the date and you're like, Got it. That's because so-and-so passed away on this date. Your body is keeping score, which is why as wow. people, we need to learn how to effectively um, heal from trauma. Because if we don't heal from trauma, your body is not going to heal from trauma either. Your body will let you know that it's in a state of trauma. It's in a state of being re-traumatized. All of that happens. So as I was saying with the vitamin D, if you noticed that around this time, we, be, we you start to experience low mood and things of that sort. That's because the sun goes down earlier. Mm -hmm. Let's think about it. A normal person works, let's say, 9 a.m. to 5, right? So you're in a building all day if you, if you don't work at home, right? And even if you work at home. You're in front of the screen majority of that time. You only have like what an hour or so where you go outside, but that's not enough vitamin D to to soak up for your body to soak up anyway. So you come home, and by the time you leave out, it's five o'clock. Sun sun has gone down. So imagine that's happening from let's say October or when daylight savings hit to March. That's months. So your vitamin D levels shrink. You know what I'm saying? And vitamin D, um, I like to look at it as like the sun vitamin where you need that, where, you know, you expose your sun. Why do you think plants need vitamin D? Why do you think um, different fruits need sunlight or whatever the case may be? Because they perform the, their best in that sun. So racking up on vitamin D, um, zinc, all of that stuff yeah. to support your mood will be very, very best. Another thing is I know... I will. I can vouch. I love bread. Me, girl. Bread. Bread. Do I'm it. A good, I'm, I'm a bread eater from the from the top of the day to the bottom of the night. I can eat some bread. Yes, I love bread. But let's think about it. The way we eat our gut also. How can I put it? Our gut also dictates our mood. What you eat is how you feel. So if I want to stop you right there. It's funny you said that. So. I remember visiting my gynecologist. <laughs> it's funny, we, me and him had this conversation. Yes, my gynecologist is a male. Mm -hmm. He's a specialist. He is like a renowned specialist. So, mm -hmm. Anyway, he was asking me, like, are you depressed? I was like, no. He's like, what are you eating? So I started naming all of these fast food places, like McDonald's, Portillo's, um, Harold's, Kenny's Rib. Like I was naming all these places, and I'm from Chicago, just in case, because I know some of y'all may be like, what are these places? Portillo's, Harold's, 
Uncle Remus. I was, eat, I mean, eating, I was eating like a lot of junk food basically. And he was like, are you depressed? I was like, no, I'm perfectly fine. And he was like, but your gut is telling me differently. And I said, I beg your pardon. He's like, your gut is telling me that there's something wrong. Yeah. What's triggering you to eat out? Like I was eating Chipotle every day for lunch at work. And I'm thinking it was just normal. And he was like, nope, I'm noticing. And he's like, and your weight is picking up. Yep. And I was like, I do this all the time. He was like, actually, and he pulled out my chart. <laughs> and he was like, actually, you didn't weigh this much around this time. And actually, you didn't, you wasn't eating this because they track everything with me, especially due to my illness. So I was very, I started looking into the fact that, wow, he's actually said around this time last year, yep. the same thing. And that's why I say your body keeps score. Whether you as a person keep score or not, your body does, which is why it's important that we pick up on certain habits. And let's think about it. With seasonal depression, it hits you out of nowhere. Like there may not be no exact reason why you have it, or you may have experienced trauma around this time of the year or whatever it is. It hits you out of nowhere. So that's why it's important to really have those things set in place to say, okay, I know that that time of the season is coming, that time of the year is coming around. What can I put in place so that it does not affect me as much or that I'm, I'm able to combat? Because a lot of the issues that people see is they go through the motions for those couple of months and then yeah. randomly on a March Monday, they're like, oh, I'm Again. I'm back to normal. And you know, I, I knew this time I was like, I want to do things differently. I don't want to go. And then like my birthday is in November. Yeah. So I usually have to pull myself out of a funk to get into the mood of celebrating my birthday, which is why most people don't understand why I make my birthday such a big deal because it's usually it's centered around the fact that I'm quite depressed. Yeah. And it's not even that I have reasons like we've been discussing that I have reasons to be depressed. It's yeah. just the fact that the season has catapulted me into this right moment that I don't even have any control over. Um even preaching and ministering. Matter of fact, like around this time last year, we were all, remember, we all were getting on Clubhouse. Yeah. And I was finding it very difficult to get in a rhythm. Yeah. I was just like, I'm not, there's nothing wrong with me. But I, I was, I knew I was withholding, but I didn't know how to release because it's like, there's something here. There was like a barrier. I could yeah. feel this barrier where I felt like I wasn't giving my all, but I, I knew I wasn't, but I couldn't give it. Yeah. And I was, I found myself extremely tired and working from home didn't make it any easier, especially being in the middle of a pandemic. Yep. So being in the middle of a pandemic, suffering from seasonal depression really was not like. Yep. Great. And I will say this too. I will say this too. A lot of people experienced seasonal depression last year more than they have any other year. Wow. And you want to know why it's because None of us was getting vitamin D. Why do you think so many people have developed health issues this year? Mm -hmm. Because they didn't realize that their their levels were so low or they are, they have literally no energy, like their blood levels sunk because let's think about it. We went to the grocery stores. Majority of everything was wiped out because people panic by 
we don't have no motivation for much of anything because we're sitting in front of a screen 24 seven. We can't go anywhere. We can't go outside. We can't do nothing. We are, our social skills are poor because again, the six feet, the mandate, which is all fine and good, but a lot of people really develop some issues um, during COVID. And now that's why so many people are like, oh my gosh, my body is in like a, a, a shock. Like, you know, you have like that shock, like you go into a place and you're like, whoa, like, I don't know no, nothing. About I, I had the same yeah. thing. I think I was expressing to you, I think maybe this is like a couple months ago. Cause my, my, my therapist was like, if you're suicidal, please let me know. Like this was last year when we first started. And I was like, I'm not suicidal, but I had this feeling where it was like, I'm okay if I don't wake up. And she was like, excuse me? Yeah. And I was like, no, but I'm not trying to kill myself. No one's going to walk into my home and find me hanging from the shower rod. Yeah. But I had got comfortable with the fact like, if I don't wake up, it's okay. Yeah, everybody was in a state of depression. Like your normal day-to-day life, your normal day-to-day activities was basically wiped away, like snatched away. So yeah, I can understand why a lot of people felt the way that they felt. Mm-hmm. And I think people- I was embarrassed to talk about it. Like I would, you know, we tweet during COVID, we tweeted, oh, we had nothing else to do. Yeah, And, you know, I, I didn't want, it wasn't that I wanted to appear that I was perfect, but it was like, if I would say, like, if I didn't wake up tomorrow, I would be okay with it. I didn't want anybody to be alarmed, like, yo, she needs to be on watch. Because yeah. I, I didn't want to die, but I wasn't afraid. If And then I would find myself waking up and saying, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Like, so what do you want to do, God? You want to shake and bake? Like, how is this going to go today? Like, you know, it was... And I knew I wasn't alone, but I was like, I was embarrassed to open up about it because it was like, if I open up about this, people don't think I'm, I'm evil. And you know, and I'm crazy. And it's like, no, I'm not. Yeah. Because the thing is with seasonal depression, a lot of people don't believe in it because they see it as, so you only get depressed around a certain season. That's stupid. But when you really think about it, and honestly with seasonal depression, it dates back. Like it really does because you like for me, my seasonal depression didn't come about until my first year in college. Wow. That's when my seasonal depression started. Were you an adult? Were you considered an adult when you be when you went to college? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That's what studies said. Studies said that seasonal depression doesn't begin to show up until you become an adult. And more women are affected by it than men. Yes. That blew my mind. I was like, really? And it's something like that's thrown under the rug it's not talked about enough and it's definitely not talked about i think kristen talked about she made a comment earlier kristen jackson she said it's not talked about in the black christian household you want to know why because in the black christian household we're told what do you have to be depressed about you're not paying bills Or what do you have to be depressed about? You're not living on the street. But something else that I want to say, and I know this may sound weird, but it's very, very true. Uh, I think, I strongly believe that the reason why so many women suffer from seasonal depression is because what do you think around the holidays? The holidays are coming up. A lot of people don't have 
parents. A lot of people don't have, like, they get depressed because of everything that's being shown and showcased on social media. Like, oh, look at um, me and my family. We had this big Thanksgiving or this big Christmas. And a lot or of people- Friendsgiving. Like, Friendsgiving has become a thing. Like, exactly. Friendsgiving. Yep. So a lot of people don't have that. So they're like, dang, like no one cares about me. It's like that, that good, happy, happy time, that family oriented time is let's really be honest from September to December, that's considered family time. You have back to back to back holidays. Holidays. A lot of people don't have the family aspect and, and things of that sort. So they're like, dang, then to top, to, to put on it is, you know, you're dealing with depression, because of the way that you're eating, you don't want to, excuse me, you don't want to go anywhere. Um, you're tired or whatever it is. So all of those play factors. And then even this too, it can be where when you were younger, something happened around this time. And again, it goes back to that body keeps score. Your body mm-hmm. will keep for you. That's why it's important to heal from situations properly. Like we can't just tuck trauma and things of that under the rug because our body will keep score. And even if we forget in our minds, like, yeah, that's no problem. No, our bodies have a way of telling yes. us you are affected and you need to get help. So I encourage everyone out there please go get some therapy. Like, I'm not even saying that because I'm in the mental health field. I'm saying it because it helps. It really is. Therapy is more than having a little vent session because Mm -hmm. a therapist is able to put in place an effective treatment plan designed to you that can help you, whether it's CBT, whether it's um, whatever therapy is out there, um, whatever it is. We're able to help you and assist you with that. It's not just, oh, let me call a friend. Not saying that you cannot call a friend, but a therapist can really put in place a treatment plan to design your referral behaviors, your thought process, your feelings, whatever it is that you're experiencing, they're able to design that for you. And we also have to understand as the as the black church, as Christians, as Jesus loving, Jesus believing, Jehovah Rapha knowing type people that we are. We can't just pray this away. Like we can't. Depression is, it doesn't work that way. Um, you can't cast out something that's supposed to be diagnosed. You can't um pray away. I can assist prayer. And I mean, in the black, the black community has to get, we have to get it ingrained in us that it's okay. If you take an antidepressant, it is okay. You take you take an Advil when you have a headache. Exactly. Women take Midol, ibuprofen exactly. for um, menstrual cramps. Yep. And you know something that some I remember one time I was at this church service and someone said this to me. And when I thought about it, I was like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. The person said, deliverance is now, but healing is a while. It, that is so true. What does that tell you? Meaning you can get the spirit cast it out of you and all this stuff but you cannot cast out normal thinking you can't cast that out no, that especially if that you can't it's dysfunctional you have to you have to just like the church right now we're in a season and um we all experiencing this where we're unlearning things that we were taught we were taught in the church as yeah. being young um, as young children 
um, growing up in church, we were taught a lot of uh, religious things. We were taught a lot of um, man religion and not relationship. And now we're unlearning that. The millennials are re, we, we, yeah. we're pulling it back. Like, yeah, like Prophet Bill just said, we're renewing our mind and we're like, nah, yeah. we're not going down that road. We're not doing what they did prior. Yeah. We're paving a way for, for deliverance and healing to work hand in hand. I truly feel I, I go to therapy. Um, I used to I started off going twice a month and now she's taking me to once a month. She said I'm improving a lot and a lot of my um, triggers. Um, my, what I was once traumatized by is no longer uh, affecting me. It's no longer guiding me. It's no longer um, ruling my emotions and it's no longer a fallback thing. Yeah. to when I do something, well, this happened to me and that's why. Yeah. That's not my excuse. Now I'm able to communicate a little bit more effectively and efficiently. And I'm able to recognize and take accountability yep. for things that I never did before. So now I go to therapy once a month and I do have regular deliverance sessions seasonally. Yep. And I feel you have to be intentional about your healing. You have to be intentional about your deliverance. So yep. I knew you know, the Holy Spirit put it upon my heart to have this conversation and to bring, you know, and to invite everyone in to hear our conversation because I knew this SAD, this sad season, I'm not going to go down that route. I'm not going to wake up in the morning and say, you know, it could have kept me down. But yeah. I'm not going to have those hopeless, and those are feelings of hopelessness. Those are feelings of heaviness. And um, I really want to go into the one question that takes me right to the question on what are some healthy and beneficial sources to get through SAD? All right, y'all. Listen, this is my favorite part. So honestly, the first thing that I will say, of course, as I've stated prior, is take your vitamins. Vitamin D, vitamin C, mm -hmm. iron. Um, probiotic, please. I cannot stress this enough. You need a probiotic. Like you need to take that. And you have to take it twice a day. And right. here's the thing, your skin will tell you. That's another thing. We're going to get into that. Your skin yep. plays a part yep. in, in this seasonal depression. Your skin plays a part. Go ahead. You'll realize you'll get bumps right here. And right here. And right over here, yep. You'll realize that. You'll realize your lack of energy. Like, it takes you, like, no one should wake up tired. That's bad. That's not good. That's, That's that a spiritual good. thing, to be honest. Yep, it's both spiritual and natural. And the nat and the natural is telling you that you're, uh, um, you're, I don't know how to pronounce it. Mm. Adrenaline something one of those is low and it's telling you that you need to probably switch something like maybe it's getting on a probiotic your gut needs to be reset your gut needs yeah. to be cleaned out or whatnot um another thing that i would say is having a morning routine will really, mm. really set your day a morning and night routine and the reason why I say there it is important to have a morning and night routine, your night routine sets you up for your morning routine and your morning routine sets you up for the rest of your day. 
And then your night routine basically allows you to unwind from your day. So let me plan, let me pan it out for you. Let's say if you are a person, well, actually, let me give you a prom example. So last year around this time, I had just started my grad program mm -hmm. and I was in a go, 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 go mood. So let me tell you, I was a grad student. I worked a full-time job. Uh, I was an internship. I worked for DCS and that is not always fun. Um, I'm a wife. So having to show up for my family at the end of the day. And then not to mention when I worked in DCS, I worked in the substance exposed newborns unit. And so, yeah, that was a lot. Right. So and then on top of that school. Five classes and I was in the advanced standing program. So imagine two years of work chunked into one year. Wow. Semesters. That's a lot, Tam. That's a lot. Exactly. So because I just was in a go, go, go mood and I'm like, listen, I got to get this degree. I don't have time to play games. I don't have time for anything. Like my focus was my degree. Mm -hmm. So much so that in January, by the time January hit, my body basically said, Zhoo. wow. My body said, girl, you tired, you sleepy. So let's just say I had an episode. I had to be rushed to the hospital because I had to get an emergency um, blood transfusion because my wow. my levels were extremely low. Um, I was extremely tired. Like I could walk outside for like five minutes and be like, oh, I'm out of breath. Like yeah. I need to go when I need to go to sleep. Um, I was very, my brain was foggy. So I say all of that to say was I was in go, 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 go mood from literally sun up to sundown, not eating the way that I was supposed to. Um, it would literally, my life was Starbucks, Chick-fil-A. Oh, we love a good Chick-fil-A. We love a good Chick-fil-A, but not every day the way that I was going. So, yeah, like my body had completely shut down and I didn't have time for me. No rest. Right. And so by the time January hit, I was depleted. I honestly told my husband, like, I don't know if I can go back for this this this, this second half because I'm literally depleted. So what I did was I changed that around. I put in place a morning routine. Okay, when I wake up, the first couple of hours is for me, whether that's making sure that my vitamins are in, eating a balanced breakfast, whether it's- Let's break. stop right there. Let's stop right there with the balanced breakfast. Yes. I want to know, I, I know our listeners, I know many people skip breakfast, not understanding that it is literally, we learn that as children, it is the most important meal of the day. But breakfast, so last year, I started, especially during this time, I upped up my fruit intake and oatmeal intake during yeah. my during my seasonal depression months. So I would eat a, a huge bowl of fruit. It would consist of like strawberries, grapes, yeah. kiwis, um, excuse me, um, pomegranates. I love a good plum. Okay. Your girl loves a good plum. Yeah. And then I would have a small bowl of, I would have a small bowl of oatmeal 
And I noticed, and mind you, this I said this is something I started last year. Mind mm-hmm. you, we were in the house, but I saw my energy levels change differently. Um, my skin, I never really had bad skin, so I don't want to sit here and lie to anyone and say like, but I do know my hormones are imbalanced when I start having like uh, breakouts in my chin area and a little bit in my, it's my T-zone area pretty much. And I up my water intake. Sometimes we think we're drinking enough water, but we're really not. So I ended up, matter of fact, I don't mind showing it. I ended up purchasing one of these where it's already 64 ounces. So I know, I know clearly I haven't drank all my water, y'all. Don't judge me. So I, I I would drink my entire thing. And sometimes I will even go like one and a half or two of these. But I, and then with my vitamins, I really started seeing a difference. Um, my dietitian said, I want to cut you right there really quick. Something I remember when I had my dietitian, she said, you know that the, the average, per, I know that the internet tells us, Google tells us that we need 64 ounces. You know that the average person needs 80 to 100 ounces of water daily? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. And she said basically that's because your body, a lot of people, and this is another thing, a lot of people think they need to rack up on detox teas and all this stuff. And your body detoxes for you. That's why you need several ounces of water because your body flushes out itself. It, it, it's, it restores itself. So a lot of people think that they need these detoxes and this, and not saying that you can't, because again, everybody body is different. Mm-hmm. Follow these um, big health people and like intermediate fasting, terrible don't ever do that. That throws off your metabolism. And you wonder why time to eat. Yeah, diet culture, terrible. Because again, everybody, everybody's body is different. So keto may work for you, but that may not work for me. I don't want anybody to ever do keto. Please don't do keto. Um, but yeah, so having a balanced breakfast. And a balanced breakfast look like having a carb, whether it's um, a piece of toast or whatnot, mm-hmm. like uh, some oatmeal, or or you can just have oatmeal and add um, almond butter, fruit to it, and that's oh, a great agave one. syrup. I mean, because you know, like I, I try to take out a lot of um, unhealthy fatty foods, so like yeah. agave syrup instead of white sugar, brown yep. sugar, granola. I I cut up bananas and strawberries and put it in my oatmeal. Like I would get really creative with it. And I knew I started seeing a difference instead of eating a heavy breakfast, yeah. like sausage, pota- hash browns, potatoes, uh, onions, and peppers. Like those are good. Uh, who loves a good omelet? Let's be honest. I love a good omelet. Yeah. But those things, they weigh you down too early in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm don't going to go with having a potato. You can have a sweet potato. Oh, I love a potato. And also portioning out your meals. You should have at least one cup, one fourth cup of this, one fourth cup of that. Sometimes you want three, three different meats. You shouldn't have a bacon, a saw, so- a sausage, and this and that. No, choose one and then thing. How I used to do it, how my dietitian planned me out is, I need three balanced meals and two power snacks a day. So me power too. snacks can look like um, a oatmeal. I mean, not oatmeal, uh, a smoothie, a real balanced out smoothie not just strawberry banana and a little bit of juice no Mm -mm. i'm talking about really panned out 
collagen, protein, um, yeah. you know, fruit, some not greens. Some greens. In that. Yes, some greens in there. Every smoothie should have a green in it, whether it's spinach, whether it's mm. avocado, broccoli, whatever you, whatever green you like, every smoothie should have a green in it. So yes, those things help because again, you are what you eat. We've learned that in first grade. You yeah, are, you are what you eat. Yeah. But I mean, even with the spiritual thing, and I'm like you just said, our, our bodies know, our spirit knows yep. this pattern as well. I always have, and I don't know if anybody, majority of y'all follow me on Twitter. But if you've been watching my tweets, that's how you, the indicator that I know I'm going into seasonal depression, I dive into the book of Psalms. Mm-hmm. I literally always dive into the, I, I, I fiend for it because yeah. it's the only thing that makes me feel like I'm not crazy. Yeah. I'm not alone because David was going through so much. He was always the most emotional person that, you know, it was like, dude, is somebody always trying to kill you? You know, it was like, he was, he was always crying out, but those feelings of hopelessness, those feelings of heaviness. And even though his enemies in the Bible at that time were actual people, my enemy at this time is seasonal depression. It's yeah. the spirit of heaviness. It's um, it's acne. It's me. It's my cravings to eat. Like right now, I am craving so badly. Like if I wasn't doing this right now, I would literally be eating brownie M&M's. Like M&M's with brownie, dark chocolate brownie inside mm-hmm. with pretzels. So that's sweet and salt. Yep. And my face would just go like, it, my face would be like, really, sis? <laughs> Why are you doing this to us? And I mean, and I would just sit there and just be watching Netflix like. Yep, just I go. Mean, and, just, and I didn't even realize I ate the whole bag. And I'm like, this can't be good. Yeah. But then, yeah. I'm, then I try to tell myself, but you drank your whole thing of water, girl. Really? You did, yes. But you kind of. <laughs> you offset it. But I mean, with that spiritual thing, like I'll find I find myself journaling more during seasonal depression. This it may not even be where you run towards God or or whatnot in this season. It could be where you run from God. I I know my seasonal depression, like when it would hit me real, real bad. Like I remember when me and Ville first got married, and when I say my seasonal depression was like through the roof. I mean, rude. Like, our nurse did this one morning. I just woke up in tears. Like, I don't know what was happening, but I just woke up in complete tears. And Bill was on his way to work, and he was just like, What happened? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, I didn't tell you this because I was very embarrassed, but I do deal with seasonal depression. And it's that time of the year where I just feel extremely lonely for whatever reason. now, I want you to stop right there. The fact that you're married and you felt lonely. Yep. yep. A lot of people don't think married people have seasons yeah, of loneliness. Yep. They're like, how are you married? And and, and I'm, I, you know, how are you married? And, and you're going through that. Listen, you could be in a room full of people and still feel alone. It don't have to be where you feel love. Because, again, your body score, regardless of who's around, like, Somebody can give me a million dollars right now. That doesn't take away from my body keeping score. My body is going to be, my body going to be like, yeah, girl, you depressed, but you got a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter. So 
I was very depressed, like just seasonal, like just that depression and, and, and it's getting dark. Even I was telling my husband a couple of days ago, I was like, you know, we just moved to Tennessee and we don't know the area that much yet. And it's starting to get dark earlier and I'm starting to feel it. And I'm like, I need to do something. But, but did you know, like, like my therapist really was, she's like last month, she prepped me for this. Like I'm ready. Like I'm, I'm kind of, this sounds weird, but I'm a little excited because it's like, yo, I'm gonna beat this. Like I'm not going down this year, but did you know, like the melatonin, uh, a sleep related hormone, Mm -hmm. which is also linked to SAD, the body naturally makes more melatonin when it's dark. So because it got dark earlier, your body naturally is saying I'm sleepy and I'm taking a nap. In the middle of the day, during the seasonal depression um, months, and woke up at seven, and was pissed. Not because, and I was still tired, but I was pissed because it was like I took a nap at three o'clock and I woke up at seven, and I thought it was seven in the morning. That's how good the nap was. Because your body is on a routine. Your body get, is, it's kind of like if you go to another state, like not another state, but like another country. Country. You're used to whatever time zone. Oh, like jet, jet lag. Because technically yeah. you're supposed to take melatonin with you. Like if you go overseas, like to London, whatever, you're going to be jet lag because of the, the time difference. So you take melatonin to get you um, on their time. And then you take melatonin again to get, on, get back on your own time. That is correct. Yeah. That makes sense. So I think that that I would say that's the first thing. Now, morning routine, like I was saying, you need to have that time for yourself. Like you can't just be like, okay, let me get up. And the first thing I'm getting to is checking my email or this. I'm guilty of that because I got to make sure my clients are still alive. Okay. <laughs> so I'm that, but I, but I'm learning now, like at the end of the day, I cannot pour out. I cannot show up for anybody if I'm not showing up for myself first. So waking up in the morning and just having three steps or four steps of of important things that you want to get done. Let's say you want to do a breakfast. Um, If you are a believer, you say, okay, I'm going to spend some time with God. Um, And then the next thing could be where you may want to journal or read a little bit in the morning. And so, and then you get your day started. That sets your day for you to say, okay, I was able to fill myself up. I can conquer my day. And then at nighttime, the same exact thing, at least three to four steps. Now, this is something that I do want to tell people. You need, it is best that you turn off your phones or turn or sign out of all social apps. Put your iPhone has a sleep method. You want to put your phone in sleep mode and sign out of all electronics an hour before you go to sleep. Yes. Why? Because your body needs time to relax. Your body needs time to unwind. Have you ever noticed that you would sleep eight hours and you will wake up and be like, oh my gosh, why am I still so tired? Because your body didn't unwind from the previous day. Actually, if you have an iPhone, my iPhone is set up. So my iPhone goes into do not disturb, literally. Same. 10 o'clock, you cannot get through. Yep, mine says good evening, right? You cannot get through. And my wine, my wine, it says my wind down time, it starts 45 minutes prior to my do not disturb. And it's funny you said that. And that's one of the things for my married folks. You do know one of the symptoms to SAD is decreased sex drive. That is real. 
Decreased. Decreased sex drive. But the lonely folks, and when I mean lonely, I mean the single folks. My good, wholesome Christian single folks. That one, you you should be feeling that all year round. I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, because we're going to keep it holy around here. You know, no. But that is true. That is very, very true because. When I, just being super, super transparent, when I went through my season of depression when we first got married, I did not want to do it at all. Like, I'm like, oh. stay away from me. But I didn't realize it. It was because my SAD played a part, which is um, seasonal affective disorder played a part. My hormones were out of balance because of the way that I was eating, not taking proper vitamins. Mm -hmm. And so once I started to take those proper vitamins, I noticed that like my hormones shot back up where they were stabled. (laughs) I've started back up, you know, different things of that sort. So really, which which most people aren't even you're not keeping record of it. Yeah. And and what I also noticed that most women, their their cycles change. Yep, that's another thing. Your Their cycle change, so that means your hormone, your hormone, because usually you, I, I don't know if anybody heard the, the saying, you know, new moon, new womb. Oh yeah, you, you shed your um, it's when your cycle changes because everybody's cycle changes every um uh, every season, yeah. but it's different during the if you suffer from seasonal depression, um, if you have headaches, your headaches are a little bit more magnetized during this time because yeah. um of what you're feeling, your stress level is higher. Like you said earlier, um, I'm, I, I, I'm very irritable. Like your girl gets short. So what, what you mean? Like what? Like I get really short during these seasons and I have to like really catch myself and it's like, you know what? It could so be like, the little that sends you off. Like it can be somebody that, like today. <laughs> I'm gonna expose myself today. I don't know what it was, but I was just irritable. Like the people, this man was driving so slow, and I'm trying to get to my client's house. I literally screamed. It was like, "Go! Why you taking so long?" <laughs> and when I was done, I had to ask myself, like, "You alright?" What's, what's going on with you? You okay? Because I could not believe how how bad I screamed in my car to tell this man to let's go. But that's indicators to let me know that, okay, Tim, you need to start putting it in place because especially at the fact, like these last three years dealing with um, seasonal di- um, di- affective disorder, right? I had noticed that it didn't hit me as bad because I was in a good place, you know, comfortable. My husband knows when um, when things start to go. So he'll be like, okay, let's let's relax. Let's let me take some stuff off your plate because I know you're going to get crazy <laughs> or whatever. But now that we're in a new state, I don't, I, I'm unfamiliar here. I'm like, dang, it's about to start getting dark. We still don't know the place that well. So I'm noticing like little minute things are showing up where I'm irritable faster. Um, I'm irritable a little bit faster. I'm my, my, my cravings are through the roof that, that especially the sweets part. So I'm like trying to tell myself like, okay, Tam, I know you may want a, a strawberry shortcake right now, but let's try some fruit or let's try some water. 
And also, I want to tell you this. Pay attention to your cravings because your cravings will tell you what minerals you're lacking. So if you're craving more chocolates, that means you're low in magnesium. If you're craving more of like sweets or something else, that means your gut health is maybe out of whack. Like something may not be there. Um, so understand, I was, yeah, aligned. So I would say looking that up, going to your primary care doctor who's able to, again, I'm not, I, I, I'm not a medical person, so don't always listen to me. I, I can help you with, with the mental stuff, but medical stuff, oh, no, 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 no. You're not going to get me like that boy. That boy that was faking he a doctor. No, oh, yeah, because my man, he did it twice. Twice. Didn't learn from the first time. No. But what I will say is, I know for me, that is true. When I crave dark chocolate, like today, I was in, um, Walgreens, and I wanted a, a Hershey milk chocolate with almonds, and I had to tell myself, "No, Tammy, you don't need that. You just need some magnesium." So we got us uh, some magnesium, and, that's and it, but see what what you did right there was self control. You had yeah. some constraint, so this is a time that you need. So this is some. This is a time that you need to exercise your self control. Yeah, your, um, have power over your constraints. Have power over the fact that no, you're gonna make. We're making a choice. So all my people that suffers from SAD, we're making a choice this year. Yeah. We're not going to be overwhelmed by what it what this season comes with. We're going to look on a brighter side of things. We're going to go for a brisk walk, fifteen minutes during the day, yeah. not at night during yeah. the day, where the sun we're is going to take when the sun is out, usually noon. Yeah, uh, we're going to uh, eat breakfast. We're going to eat. A healthy breakfast. We're gonna change it. We're gonna listen to our gut. We're gonna drink more water. We're going to take advantage of what you just said, Tam. I love that with the winding down before going to bed, not just jumping in the bed and going straight to sleep. You're really not giving yourself time to rest. Yeah. You know, Rock says it on Twitter. She she does an impeccable job of breaking down rest and how she is not about to be disturbed in her rest area, and I love it. Period. Um. Period. How we rest, um, not waking up and jumping up, not waking up and going straight into emails, straight onto Twitter, straight onto Instagram, straight like. And I had to train myself, like, okay, girl, ain't nothing going on in your DMs that you can't see till eight o'clock. You know, I know this person, I knew someone who they did not go on their phone, like, they'll wake, let's say they wake up at six, they will not go on their phones until 12 noon, like, no calls. Wow. Maybe I can get that discipline, but it's a lot. Yeah, like she would not go on nothing. No social media, answer no calls. She don't care if the roof is burning down. I mean, but you could even set your phone up because now with the iOS 15, you have work, you have focus, you have sleep, you have do not disturb. So now it's at the point now, are you going to utilize these tools that are set for you to help you stay aligned and stay on track? I do wanna I do wanna put out there, I'm going to find a couple um devotionals to keep to keep so if you follow me on the Bible app, I usually do all of my devotionals private because people are nosy. And I've had people send me messages like, Woman of God, you have not been in your word. First of all, I own seven physical Bibles, Ooh. a Greek, a Hebrew, don't give me NSAB. TPT, yeah, yeah. I, I got all type of translations. Because I wasn't posting spiritual stuff. And I'm like, 
I don't have to post for your pleasure. This is where you get your daily dose, and honey, you're sadly mistaken. It's, it's, it's something wrong, and we need to start the day over. Yeah. So, but no, if you follow me, my name is the same on all my platforms. Let's wait, Deshaun. It's the same on all my platforms. I will be starting one in a couple. Um, I'm going to find a few, and that way, that way we can keep track, keep a community. Because I do find that being in a community where you're transparent, because I will be honest, like I said, I didn't really, I never really told anybody I suffered from seasonal depression. I was quite alone. I, and then the loneliness part made me just feel like I was alone. And yeah, add something to that really quickly. Sure. Another thing, find a community. I know that we live in a society that I can do battle by myself. I don't need nobody. Forget people. But no, you need a community. You need people who are going to be able to restore you back, who are going to be able to pour life into you, who are going to be able to see those patterns and say, up, oh, let's come on out of that, mm -hmm. sis. You know what I'm saying? Um, you need somebody that's going to be able to help you in this area because, listen, it can turn into different things, chronic depression, chronic yeah. anxiety, and we just don't need that. You know what I'm saying? I don't think anybody wants that. And I'm not shaming anyone who does have it. But what I am saying is little thing, like little changes like these make a world of a difference. Like just calling up a friend, like I said, getting into therapy, creating that morning and night routine, stacking up on those vitamins, um, getting blood work done to see where your levels are because yes, yes, that is, is so huge. Yeah. Your body will also let you know if you're overdoing it. I know mine's do. If my body tells me, okay, girl, I got enough vitamin D. I don't need another pill. My body will let me know. So seeing where your pills, I mean, your your um, your levels are for those things um, and doing what you can. The same way how we invest so much into um, social media and different things. Let's invest in our health. Let's invest. I mean, and, and that's what and, I mean, that's so important. We don't black people. I'm going to bring it back to black, especially black Christians. Yeah, we have an issue with I'll just pray it away. No, sometimes, sometimes, you know how they say in the Bible, it says work with faith without works is dead. Sometimes the work is getting on some pills or the work yeah. is therapy, getting, or the work the, getting the proper nutrients. Um, yes, there's a Psalms for it. There's a scripture for what's going on with you, but there's also a solution. He's gifted. He's graced people with the intelligence, with the, um, the knowledge yep. to assist you in this area. So. I really want to encourage people to um, get a grow, it, it, like you said, a community, but like get a, get a growing partner, yeah, a growing partner, someone to grow with, someone who understands that, so you don't feel alone. Like I was going through this by myself. I mean, people were just like, "Oh, she's just moody," and I'm like, "It's not it," mm -hmm. but I didn't even know how to explain it. And it's I just knew I hit this trash. Yeah, a lot of people didn't have language to it. So a lot of people like, oh, yeah, she's in one of those moods. Right, you know, or is it that time of the month? And it's like, no, it's that time of the season, you know? Like, I, I got... <laughs> and then this is the funny part is you're going through seasonal depression and you're hearing it's the most wonderful time of the year. And I'm like, is it? You know, <laughs> like, I was questioning everything. Is it? So... And you don't have like, and that's another thing. Even like the um, the Christmas movies that come up, 
Those All make us, let, let's be real. Though they be sweet and cute, but it really makes you reflect. Like, okay, I don't have that. Especially for my single folks, it really. I mean, everybody gets proposed on during Christmas. It's like they send like a, a mass. Yeah. Bulletin and was like hey. happening around the year. You have people announcing their pregnancy, you have people announcing um their proposal engagement. Their engagement, or you have people um saying, Yeah, I just bought a new house, or I'm spending time with my mom and my family. Or they're graduating. Yep. And then you realize like what it, it makes you have that reflection. You don't feel like you don't have any celebratory moments. Yeah. So that brings you down. I noticed that. I was like, Well, what am I celebrating? And you have to try to find yourself, fi fi not find yourself. I'm sorry. You have to try to find something to be grateful for. And it's like, no, I have a lot to be grateful for. Right. You don't even have to be a grandiose thing. You can even say, you know what? At least I started therapy and I'm sticking to it. At least right I, started, who, I started a food routine and I'm sticking to it. You know, I started, I found a new hair product that works for my hair after so many years of my hair not growing. It can be the little things. Like, even if people don't care or be like, girl, that's it. Or boy, that's, that's, that's whack. Or whatever the case may be. It's celebratory to you because years ago, that may not have always been. You know, and I'm, I mean, that's something that I want to practice during seasonal depression. I want to encourage everyone who's listening that celebrate the small things. Like you just said, whether it's big or small, celebrate it. Like yeah. if somebody's saying, woohoo, I just, I just got, I just bought a new house. Well, you just hit a thousand followers. That's something. Go ahead and make you a little flyer. Get you a balloon. Let's pop right. it. Like. We're not celebrating the, 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 the good things. And it, it doesn't have to be big to someone else, but it's something that you accomplished. Yep. You were consistent in this area or yep. you were praying for this to come through and this was a promise. It doesn't, a promise is a promise. Right. A blessing is a blessing and we can't, and, and you know, it's the compa comparative, being compared, comparing yourselves or comparing your blessings or comparing yep. somebody else's stage in life is a thief. It yep. steals your joy. And, and that's the reason why the spirit of heaviness is it, it, it just hovers. And you just sitting there like, well, nothing's good happening for me. Nothing's yep. great is going on. Everybody, God. And then you know, God, God don't like complaining. It puts you in a it puts you in a it puts you in a heart posture that it's like, have I not been good to you? Right. Have I not done these things for you? Like during your I'm gonna practice this this year during my seasonal depression. I'm gonna reflect on the good things God did for me this year. I'm gonna so I'm gonna I'm gonna cast down that thought and I'm gonna replace it with the thought of but God carried me this year. Yep, yep, yep. Or you know what? I didn't have to pay my, my light bill is consistently $50 for the whole year, and I've been running my air like crazy. I thank God for the favor in that area. Like you have to find and if you have to find it, find it, but don't let that thought manifest yep. into an action of being heavy, being depressed, being constantly sad. Then you go into this, then you go into a feeling of being ungrateful. And then now doubt sets in. And then now disbelief sets in. And now you deconstructing from your Christianity all because one thought. And that's literally how powerful a thought is. So I want to encourage my therapy session today. Uh, well, I'm just saying. Because I, I talked about that with my client today about like how our thoughts literally changes our feelings and our behavior so for example our thought is like a triangle mm -hmm. the is that the yeah. then it's behavior no then it's feeling that it's behavior 
this. So it's like a, it's a cognitive triangle. A cognitive triangle is where thought is at the top because literally, even with sin in the spiritual, in the spiritual world, we sin because we think about it first. Nothing that we do, we don't wake up and be like, pancakes. No, we wake up and be like, oh, some pancakes may sound real, real good. Like we think about it, you know, even with our sin, that comes through. Anything in life is a thought first. And then it turns into a feeling and then it turns into a behavior. So if my negative thought is, oh man, no one loves me, my feeling is going to be rejection. My behavior is going to be isolation. But if I change it to, I do have people who love me, my feeling will change to grateful and my behavior will change to let me appreciate those people or let me hang out with those people or whatever it is. So your thought literally triggers everything. And everything. so you need to have healthy thoughts in this season. Like one of the things that I'm about to start doing is keeping a record of the way that I think. Oh, that's good. Keeping a record of the way that I think. So for example, let's say we have, we all have automatic thoughts like, oh man, you so stupid. But you know, that's bad because we like, like, you know how that, you know how you have a cell phone, like my spiritual father taught this, you know how you have like a cell phone, right? And in order to get service, you need like that portal in that atmosphere. Yeah. Our words is the same way a portal that goes out into the atmosphere and mm -hmm. manifests what happened. So if you sit and I'm gonna have a bad day, today is not a good day. I ain't had my coffee. I ain't had this. That's how your day is going to present itself. But if you wake up and declare affirmations, I'm, I'm going to be, it's well time to begin to command your day. Exactly. I mean, you, we have to, as Christians, we, 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 as sons and daughters, mm -hmm. our inheritance, that's a part of our portion. Yeah. To decree and declare. Yep. Thy yep. kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So if you're not, if you're not, if you're not utilizing the tools, once again, we've given you physical tools and now we're talking about spiritual tools. If you're not utilizing the tools, you can't expect to combat something yep. that you do have dominion over. We can beat this. You don't have to fall prey to seasonal depression. You do not have to sit in this in, in one space and feel hopeless or heavy. Yep, yep, or yep. feel sad. These are things that we can come out of, and we've given you the opportunity and the tools. And I really hope this helped some people. I think because we started a little late, we lost some people. I know I, I didn't mean to start late. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, but I did have a couple questions. That did you have any questions of a DM to you? I had like one DM to me, like one or two. Hold on, let me see. I don't think I did. Nope, ma'am. Oh, well, let me look on Twitter. Hold on. Let's see. So one of the questions for me was, mm -hmm. um, she did say she wanted to stay anonymous, so I'm not going to say her name. Um, her question was, when you're going through seasonal depression, um, how do you... Uh, in an, in, okay, let me read it. When going through seasonal depression, how do you how do you come out of it? Meaning, from what she says, she says meaning hers is daily. It's like every day. I can tell you, mine is not daily. Mine is maybe like a couple a couple days out the week, maybe weekly, mm -hmm. but it's not an everyday thing. I mean, mine is not. Mine is not everyday thing. 
Yeah. So to answer that question, to come out of season depression daily, because again, some people may have it where they only have experienced that for one month or two days out of the week or every other week. But if you're experiencing that daily, something that helps is, again, racking up on those um, vitamins, um, journaling, um, getting in a close uh, community. If you're, it, let's say if you find something, so something that helped me last year, because I was in grad school, I'm like, I need something to get out of this. I, my, me and my husband, we went pumpkin picking, we went apple picking, you know, we found different things to do within that fall season, because that's when mine's usually hit is around this time around my birthday and stuff. So finding those little fall activities and understanding this, you don't have to do them with other people. Not at all. Yeah, you, can go out to a, you can say, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to get dressed up and take myself to brunch. I'm going to get dressed up and and go um, um, apple picking and go buy me some apple cider donuts and apple cider slushy. Find something that benefits you because moping around all day is not going to help. Yeah, you got to get moving. A yeah. body emotion stays in motion. Yep. You know, find a good book to read. Like I'm a reader. I love Me reading. Um, rack up on different books, look up different bookstagrams, book Instagram accounts on Instagram and see what they're reading. Get into it. Set up a little nook, read, um, decorate your house. Let's say if you don't um, have the funds to buy these big expensive stuff, you can go to dar Target Dollar Shop or use the things that you have and rearrange, you know, mm -hmm. all about being productive is all about um, telling yourself, no, you're not going to have me like I'm going to own you like. Absolutely. It's take, like like we've been saying, you have to take command. You have to be intentional yeah. about your healing. Yeah, you have to be sport. intentional. You have to take seasonal depression by force because if you don't, it will really have you down bad. Will. And we're not doing it this year. Mm -mm. No, we're, no, 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 we're not gonna take it. Nope, not this year. Yep, not this year. I took. Uh, uh. Nope. I already told myself. I'm like, we're not gonna do that this year. I'm commanding my day. I'm setting myself up for success in this area. And now yeah. I will say this. I'm not saying that we're not saying that you're not going to have a bad day or two. Right. Have them. But I want you to know this. A bad day does not equate a bad life. No, it doesn't. So we're all have days where like, yo, like this day was just kicks and giggles because ain't no way all of this happened. Right. But make room for that. Say, you know what? Today was a bad day. And let's make some improvements. And be okay with, I, and I think we have to be okay that it's okay that you're not okay today. Yeah, yeah. Don't be, extend yourself grace. Don't beat yourself up. Don't. Yep. Don't don't sit there and say, "Well, I'm horrible." Part. Don't don't add on to what is already there. Just embrace the fact that hey, today wasn't a good day. Exactly. But I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I'm gonna utilize. I'm gonna utilize these tools that I have, these resources, and tomorrow's gonna be better. You're gonna go ahead and prophesy it. We all can prophesy. Scripture says we all can. You don't need a prophet to tell you you're gonna have a better day tomorrow. Yep. Prophesy, decree, and declare it. You have that as a son and a daughter. That's a privilege. That's an inheritance of you. That's a portion that you own. Everybody doesn't have that. The world call it manifestation. That's what they they don't own that. We do. That is our portion. Exactly. You don't so, have 
Just set your day, set your intention. And even if you plan out your day from the night before, okay, I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. And as soon as I wake up, I'm going to lay in bed for 15 minutes. I don't know anybody that gets out of bed exactly when they lay, when they wake up because I don't. I like to lay in my bed for like 20, sometimes an hour, depending, <laughs> um, 20 minutes or so or however long you need because you need that. Like you need a minute to, whew, you know, get up, ease into your day. You should never jump into your day unless you're running late, but always set that intention to ease into your day but that's, a, but that's what physically giving grace to yourself is yeah yeah exactly yep so that will be my answer so i don't have any more questions you didn't have one did you Mm-mm. no ma'am well tam thank you so much for coming on and bringing your expertise and your love and your your ideas and your advice because it was truly needed. It helped me. I'm literally going to some of the stuff I was already doing, but other stuff I'm going to add, especially with my diet, um, especially with not hopping on social media when I first wake up in the morning, like really just incorporating and taking time to really extend grace for myself physically and spiritually and mentally and emotionally. And also uh, not are already commanding. I'm not I'm not I'm not right now. What I'm taking from this is I'm not just gonna command the day, I'm gonna command the season. I am not going to be overtaken by seasonal depression. Yep. And I really hope and pray that those that are under the sound of our voices took from this, it blessed some people, it frees some people, it will help some people, and it will also let people know that you are not alone. Like I said, I would have moments of hopelessness. For the past like six years when I've been dealing with um, seasonal depression. Yeah. And like I said, I was never suicidal, but I would just have moments. I mean, I would wake up like, could have kept me down. Yeah. So don't feel like you're a horrible person for feeling that way or you're ungrateful or you're sick because you're not. You're yeah. not. You're yeah. not. It's, it's something that your body is going through. And it seems like what I'm going to be really honest about, what I feel led to say, it's some, it's some stored up trauma that we're not aware that's still there and we're still healing. And it's okay. Be gentle with yourself. We're yeah. all still healing from something. And we're at different stages of our healing. All of us are. We are. Like trauma. And that's one thing that I will say. Like a lot of us, we're healing from the inner child that never got freed. Like, yep. let's be real. Regardless like, if you thought you had an amazing childhood, your exactly. nobody's parents was perfect, not one. So exactly, I and agree. When we were younger, you know, we didn't have, the, we may not have had those interventions to let loose. So that's why it's important to go to therapy, y'all. It go is. To we're gonna say it again. Jesus in therapy is amazing. Yep. Let's in therapy is great. Let's be intentional about it. Let's be better Christians. Let's be better human beings. Let's be better daughters, sons, sisters, brothers, wives, husbands, girlfriends, boyfriends. Let's be better people because we're being intentional about our deliverance and our healing. So, Tam, I want to thank you so much for coming and joining me on today. It was a privilege. It was an honor. And I am glad we was able to share and go public with one of our regular conversations. Because what people really don't know, we talk about this. So really? this is one of our regular conversations. And we just wanted to let you guys in to know that, hey, I'm thinking about you. We're praying for you. We're praying with you and we're praying for you. So speaking of prayer, let's have a, a, a quick moment of prayer before I end okay. today's episode. 
Um, Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this for this time of introspection, this time of advice, this time of uh, guiding and alignment on tonight, Lord God. As we leave this space in not your presence, Lord God, bless everyone that was under the sound of our voice, Lord God. Let them know that you are there. They are never alone. And let them know that since you extend grace, they can extend they can extend grace to themselves as well, Father God. And let this be a season of healing and not a season of depression, but a season of healing, introspection, and even a season of growth. Because even though when there's th- even though we're in a season where things are dying, this is a time that we could come alive. This is a time that you can show yourself strong and lift us up with your mighty, righteous, and just hand. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, my loves, thank you so much for joining us. I am praying with you and for you. Love you. I got up out that dark place. Stop worrying about what everybody else say. Cause they don't know my story. Can't see my pain. If they did, then they would love me just the same. I shine, you shine. We shine together. That's how it was meant to be. No shame.